0: Welcome, my friends, to Scrymier of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, it's the most wonderful time of the week, my friend.
1: It's the longest forty-five minutes of the week, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say, I'm, like, I look forward to you know three or four hours after we schedule to record Scary River. Every okay,
1: I asked you to record earlier today, and you said, "Why well, don't we play Apex Legends instead?"
0: Dennis, the first message you sent me at nine a.m. when we agreed to meet was, "Hey, I'm tired. Can I sleep a little longer?" <laughs> what did I say
1: immediately after that? Though? I don't know.
0: I, I went back to sleep straight
1: away. <laughs> I, I, n- I, let me.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm pulling up receipts. <laughs> this here. is very funny. No, no, no. So Dennis messaged me. So we agreed to meet nine, right? Mm-hmm. Dennis must is being like, hey, I'm bugged. Can I sleep? I need to sleep a little at longer. nine minutes to nine. Yeah. Can
1: we push it back a bit? I slept terribly.
0: And I was like, yep, no worries. How long? He's like, yeah, half an hour, an hour. I'm like, great. Turned off my alarms, went back to sleep. I then woke up an hour later to, at the appointed time to find dennis messaged me 10 minutes later i can't sleep let's go for it so oops (laughs) (laughs) i
1: sat at my computer i'm
0: just just there snoring enjoying my little sleeping that you gave me so yeah sorry about that uh sorry about the dennis had a good time playing apex though with you
1: well i had a tiring time playing apex but with you mate
0: how are your shoulders yeah i mean carrying just gets to you after a while and listen you were hitting a lot of shots and i uh, what happened I'm better than I was this morning, dude. I know you haven't seen much evidence of that, but I was—I was not hitting them shots, man. Not today.
1: A lot of warning shots today. A lot of
0: warning shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We shooting people's illegal, Dennis.
1: You know, I, 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 I love making that check You turn corner, i like, that guy shot me. That's yeah, against it's the law. That's
0: against the law. You can't do that. <laughs> anyway, we got a great show today. Um, we didn't get around, ra- Dennis. Oh, I don't know what happened, but last week we didn't have time to address the many submissions we got about uh, optimization and mm,
1: so you talked a couple weeks ago about how you struggle with magic has instilled in you this idea that you have to do everything optimally and not only does it kind of pervert your enjoyment of magic but mm. you, you found you found it leached into other aspects of your life
0: into life that's right and we had a lot of submissions so i picked out some of them some of which i actually found really helpful so i want to read them out and, and some are do with magic some to do with, with broader real life as well and we've got some other submissions as well we'll get to but uh um Looking forward to this week's episode, Dennis. Always nice to hang out with you, mate. Of course, always good. Mm. You know, when I when I get the ch- the odd chance every now and again to spend some time with my with my good mate Dennis, so you know, enjoy that.
1: What's going on? I feel like I've been set up for a fall.
0: Oh no, no, no! Last week there was the whole "I don't want to do this show anymore" bit, so I was just. Nah, you know. I thought we cut that out. <laughs> We cut out the worst part. Oh, I, that's was tra- true. I was talking to someone about this. I was, who was, I, was in, I was in the stream and someone was like, hey, cool episode of Smart, but the end made me really uncomfortable. I'm like, that's not half of it. So
1: <laughs> in, the, in
0: the forbidden archives, no one will ever hear this, but um, Dennis and I decided to continue with the bit. It's a, And it's, a, it's just a bit, right? Yeah. It's of course it's just a bit, right? Right? Um, where we staged a whole conversation about how Dennis was going to quit the show. And then it made me really sad. So I was like, no, nah, we're not putting it in. <laughs> You didn't even get the saddest version
1: of that. No, it Bluewood. was in about a year. We're going to release the the night cut, and it's going to be in four x three, only available on HBO Max. So this is the vinyl
0: that. that we're doing as well. If we ever press the yeah. vinyl, we'll put that recording on it. I've actually better make no, sure. we'll,
1: we'll backmask that recording onto it. Is what
0: we'll do. Wait, did I delete it? I probably already deleted. it. I bet it. Oh no, wait! It'll yeah. be a. We will have a recording on something. Anyway, Dennis, mm-hmm. that's enough of that. It's time for the best part of the show. It's time for the most important part of the show. It's time for the ads. Now, a lot of shows sneak the ad in in the middle, right? They hook you. They go like, right, we'll get them in with the content. And then and we'll then hit bam, it. me undies out of nowhere. Exactly. We don't do that. We give you what you want straight up front. It's time for the ad for ChannelFireball.com. Big things coming to CFB, Matt Dennis. Really? New logo, who dis? New logo, who dis? I can't believe that Ballsy got the chop
1: ballsy got the chop now ballsy is not when we talked about this internally rachel our graphic designer said ballsy is not going upstate to live with a bunch of other fireballs on a nice farm <laughs> ballsy's still around ballsy's still in the um you know the old the, the team c belts guard logo ballsy's mm-hmm. still on all the merch and ballsy's on the back of the shirt i'm wearing right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yes broadly speaking the main logo we use mm. is no longer a screaming fireball coming out of a cathode ray television set with its tongue out <laughs> With its tongue out. Taste buds carefully drawn. What was behind... What
0: was the origin story of Ballsy?
1: It was to Channel Fireball,
0: as in the magic
1: yeah, combo. Yeah, the combo, yeah, of course. But also a channel to watch content on.
0: a, fi- so to- a so fireball a coming watch- out of a TV. Uh, yeah, okay, all right. But why a screaming fireball with its mouth open? Why the teeth? And I, That I don't know. I mean, that... I can understand, I've never seen a fire, like, I've seen a lot of fireballs now, so I'm a powerful mage. But, like, Mm. never seen one with with one mouth, two teeth.
1: And no eyes. A
0: tongue. Also no eyes. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, ballsy is dead long live ballsy uh it's a brand new corporate vision for com with a slick new look we got some to- comments
1: from people linking to oh, youtube videos about like another logo succumbs to
0: the corporate oversimplification yep oh yeah Like firefox and internet explorer before it. can we talk about some of the ones that didn't make it to print what do you mean the one well there was one that you showed me that was particularly that raised some eyebrows in the office i know that Oh, I don't think we can talk about that. Can't talk about those ones, ones. I don't think ones? we can talk about Let that. me just tell you this, right? Let me just tell you this, dear <laughs> listener. There were some very interesting designs mm-hmm. that didn't make it past the, uh, what, the focus group stage? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> there were some ones. I don't know if they were put in there as a gag, but, like, I guess the thing is, right, when you're going through the design process and there's ballsy, you're like, well, anything's on the table. If this has been the logo for the last, like, 20 years or whatever, yeah. however long it is, like, we could do anything, right? So, uh, yeah, watch out for the, the hand pressed vinyl version of Scrimey River episode, whatever it'll be, because there'll be a hidden Channel Fireball forbidden logo on there as well somewhere. Mm, mm, oh, yeah. I
1: like that. So, the other thing mm. is, Riley, right, box breaks have moved. Oh, tell me more about this. Box breaks have moved off of channelfireball.com to, wait for it, CFBboxbreaks.com. <laughs>
0: Hmm, interesting. Now, what made you pick that as a uh, As a, as your a URL, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right?
1: <laughs> uh, the impetus, honestly, for moving this mm-hmm. is it is now
0: so much easier to browse
1: them. Because before you had to go to channelcom slash box breaks and like, scroll down this huge mm-hmm. list, mm-hmm. and I'm going to level with you, listeners, back home. John Sasso. Every day is hammering me and mosh. she would be like, we got to get all these personal breaks up. I want to like, I want to offer this Legends pack and this da 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 And I have to keep turning back to him and being be like, John, this, this web page, this landing page, can't
0: hold yeah. 200 products. Yeah. I don't know what it's you like want. It's like the picture of that guy holding all the limes. He's just going to yeah. drop some, yeah.
1: So now, cfboxbreaks.com, just box breaks, baby. All yep. filterable, all categorized. And we got sports now. That's some sports ball.
0: I saw this. What is this? What do you mean? It disgraceful. Why is what that trying, what you crazy the Okay, Channel Fireball has been proudly serving the nerds of the magic community for years and years, Dennis. It's Wait, the best place it, in the multiverse to buy and sell your cards. Now, all of a sudden, sports ball is involved?
1: If you think jocks are the people buying these $2,000 LeBron James cards, that might be an extreme low while I have no idea how much a LeBron James card from the prison center costs. Um, you are sorely mistaken. Is it nerds? It is nerds. And... Rich nerds,
0: I think. So regular it. nerds and also rich nerds. <laughs> yes, I suppose. Do nerds like sports ball? Yeah. No true nerd like Riley, sports ball Riley, nerds. have you heard of fantasy sports? That is just nerd nonsense, isn't it?
1: If, if you're there with a big, if you're playing fantasy basketball, fantasy baseball, if you're there with a big chart of like batting averages and stuff and mm. using math to figure out who the best pick is for like, for your point guard or whatever, that's nerd stuff.
0: It's super duper, is yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny if someone was doing this for League of Legends, it would be like, well, that's you know, if, so, if you if you've got the poor professor app up and you're looking at those. How sheets. different
1: is it? Oh well, they've actually um, nerfed Yarick and Top, so now the ty- the tower targets all right, is cool nerd. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. How different is that to oh, so and so's you know batting average is up two percent over last season. Like that's not the same conversation. Same dude.
0: conversation. It's a reskinned nerd conversation. Yeah, Steph Curry got buffed this season. So so what we're sa- what you're saying, is that we can go and bully all the jocks who are now like turning into nerds. They will still beat you up. So. They'll still take my lunch money and wedgie me over the lockers.
1: That's not going to change. Mm.
0: But you'll you'll have, you'll have you'll be technically correct, which as we all know is the best kind. All right. Well, let me tell you this. I don't I don't I don't like this. I don't approve of this. Channel 5 or box breaks to go and get all of your playing cards and your trading cards and all your your good nerd stuff. Here's the thing. I sports sports breaks. I, like, I can't. I, was... I won't have it, Dennis. I was like sports cards. It's still a collectible card game.
1: No, it's not there's no game
0: there's no game you just get to look at cards it. about a game you just get to look at the cards you just get to have the cards can i tell you this um uh, a friend of mine patty robinson uh he's oh do, sorry doctor patrick robinson now that, that he says yeah uh he bought an alpha Unsummon right mm-hmm. which famously has like a printing error on it because it says any enchantments attached to the the um creature are card ed not discarded right very good and I was playing a deck that actually had Unsummon in it in Standard, right? This is back in like 2013 or something. I'm like, hey, can I borrow your copy of Unsummon to play it? He's like, no. I'm like, why? You're not playing. He's like, yeah, but no, you can't. I'm like, why? I won't damage it. He's like, no, it's not just not for playing with. I'm like, why do you have it? He's like, it's for looking at. I'm like, I I'm on right. that one. All right, mate. Okay, Well, I don't need well, whatever. It's a photon only experience. It's a photon only experience. This card is designed to reflect photons and do nothing else. So I guess for all the sports nerds out there who want to look at nice pictures of. I don't know, Stephanie Curry, then great. I don't know. I've never been a basketball fan myself, but um, anyway. Dennis.
1: what could, Now, what sports could we make? Would you, would you buy cricket cards? Would that be more interesting to you?
0: No. I mean, my football, my Australian rules football team won the last premiership and I was excited for a day. You know. I mean,
1: that's a long time to be excited about a sport you have nothing to do with.
0: Well, I mean, I'm a fair weather fan. Like, we won the premiership. I got, I, I dug my dusty old scarf out of the, the bottom shelf and put it on on the stream, and I was like, woo, Tigers!" And then I, I think we're winning. Like, I think we were second last time I saw. I don't know. I can check, but like, are we doing? Are we? How are the? We're like the best team in the league, and we were the worst team forever, and now we're the best team. And so, like, I've been grandfathered into liking this team that was always terrible, but apparently now is really good. So I'll take it. Oh no. Oh, we picked up a loss. We're 2-1. Have things gone south for the, the Tigers? Things have gone south for the Tigers. We're 6th. We're of? 18. Oh, I thought you were going to say of 8. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Um, do you know an interesting thing about the AFL? Oh. There's a cut to top 8 at the end. Oh, well, that's cute. There is at the end of It's a the- cut to top half, I guess, right? No, no. there's 18, play- 18 teams. Oh, there's 18? Yep. So cut. There's a, there's a cut to top 8. And people, people literally get into 8th on breakers. Something's never changed. Yeah, something's never changed. That's it. Anyway, Dennis, we've got our we got our other we've got our our background. Our other sponsor, of course, yeah. These pestilential wall builders, Dennis. And can I tell you this? Mm-hmm. They've zagged on us, and I don't like it.
1: They've zagged.
0: They have. I don't like it. <clears throat> Maddie writes, so Maddie and Hal Drystone Walling from Yorkshire. I guess we still have to plug them, which I don't like. And you won't like it either, Dennis, when you find it. This is the email I got. I haven't had a chance to share it with you. Uh oh. Maddie Robertson writes Hi Dear Riley Dennis, greetings from Yorkshire. Thank you, Maddie. We continue to be very pleased with the advertising of our company on your popular MTG Plus podcast. I like that. That's true. MTG Plus. That's good. Uh, We can confidently say that it has not had a negative effect on business since we began our sponsorship arrangement. Uh, Indeed, the marketing department has just compiled the end of your financial report attached, which I think you will agree is rather impressive. Dennis, it is a picture of chickens with the word stonks on it. (laughs) However, we are acutely aware that we haven't been able to uphold our end of the bargain. Whilst you've been spreading our name far and wide throughout the magic community... We've yet to receive any kind of ad copy, promotional material, or time capsule from you, which we can advertise in the future. Remember how we said we we're going to do that? Oh, yeah. I did forget that. I did forget that that was like the payment that we were supposed to receive. Yeah, we,
1: we, we, the ball is <laughs> yeah. in our court on that one
0: for yeah, sure. Yeah, but do you know what they've done, Dennis? Check this out. Oh. We were unsure what to do about this situation and then realized that we must learn from the best. Who better to copy than professional marketeer and qualified promotionsman, Dennis Strandjack? Oh, I don't care for where this is going. <laughs> so until we receive communication from SMAR about how to move forward, we will advertise <laughs> one of your competitors every week. <laughs> see attached photo of the first capsule, which has gone into a wall. Dennis, I will now show you the photo. Uh, I have not and, seen this. And, and of what they've done. So here is the wall. Right? It is loading. One beautiful, one uh, road, a, a beautiful stone wall in, uh, in, in the middle of Yorkshire. Yep, that's a it. very beautiful one. Actually, actually yeah, I, okay. I, I don't know how they took There's the, the sun is shining, so I don't know when they managed to take this photo. Here's a little bottle that they've put uh-huh. in, a little little glass bottle with the message in it. As you can see, uh-huh. they've rolled up a magic oh, a card. Oh, a magic card, yeah. Magic card and a note. The card is warning, right? And Dennis, you want to read the note here? Hello, the future. In order to get the
1: very best Magic the Gathering advice in 2021, listen to Magic FM, a podcast brought to you by Channel But No!
0: Dennis, they've <laughs> there's actors. Oh, my God. And they, le- they end the email with a warning.
1: Your market share in twenty, your market share in two thousand two hundred and twenty-one is already suffering. We hope this will spur you into action. You don't have any time to lose. The future will not wait. All the best, mate. hell Drystone Walling. Because,
0: because, because if it's, it's not, not...
1: Hal Drystone Walls, it's probably someone else. They know.
0: <laughs> Obviously, a very close-knit community of the dry stone walling uh, uh, practitioners in England. Dennis, we must act.
1: We must act. We must I act. Get them, I need to get them copy and assets. We
0: need to get them copy and assets. We need to We need to forward that. We need to fax that over to them. post Hayes tennis. Let's put that on the list because, I, I I mean, it's bad enough that they're advertising Magic FM. What's next? An ad for limited resources? Limited resources? An ad for the Lords of Limited? I was expecting an ad for, like, Star City Games, Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well oh, don't give them ideas i know i know Oh, I know. that's next week anyway dennis um so it's not often that like you end up in sponsorship arrangements where like the sponsors start just combative yeah. start directly antagonizing each other but hey i i guess we started it so yeah anyway. I mean, we would not ever like to stand on there anyway dennis we're gonna move into the uh the meat of the show here and uh a little more serious i guess because we had a question for those of you who didn't listen two weeks ago we had a question about optimizing right about how magic uh, you know someone seeking advice on how magic ends up just making you want to do everything optimally perfectly right why would you why would you bother doing anything if you weren't going to do it the best way or you know why would you waste yeah. time doing it whatever right so Which and, means as,
1: as a result this episode has turned into sort of a de facto audio only on digital group therapy slash
0: you know support group session kind of because my a- answer to that question was I've got no bloody idea mm-hmm. turns out I'm not alone. Mm. Um, and it turns out, Dennis, that there are also a lot of people who have dealt with this themselves and have shared their wisdom and perspective. And um, I want to kind of we got we got quite a few submissions. I didn't get to them all, but I've I've, I've highlighted some of the ones that I liked. And I guess we'll just read through them and, and kind of see where we land on them, Dennis. Um, I think so. And see and see how they how they treat us. So first one comes to us from i After listening to the previous episode of Smart, I was thinking about how I avoid trying to optimize everything. Mm-hmm. It's a famous problem in computer science, says Carell. Uh, computer science and maths call it the hill climbing problem. The gist of it is that you're sol- if you're solely focused on constant optimizations, you'll get stuck at a local maximum, but not the global maximum. Think of going to a mountain range in the dark and, try- and trying to get to the highest point. If you're solely focused on being optimal with every step, you'll get stuck at the top of a foothill you'd have mm. to take a less optimal step for example going down to eventually get higher. It makes a lot of sense. If you think about it, mm-hmm. it's like all right if i to get to the top of the hill i have to just walk up. I cannot take a step down. You won't get at the top of the mountain. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Unless it's one of those like cartoon mountains that, you know, is just a triangle. It's a triangle, yeah. <laughs> My takeaway from this was that it's sometimes important to do things suboptimally in an attempt to find a new maximum. I found it's a good way to get out of the micro-optimization mindset. To use your example from the uh, previous episode, when I build a commander deck, I purposely avoid going down the same paths I've always been. I know where those decks will end up, but I have no way to know if they're actually truly optimal. This lets me try other things while still having the overall goal of being optimal.
1: It's almost like an evolutionary theory thing.
0: You kind of branch out into different areas to see if any of them actually knowing might be some, better.
1: if not most of them, will fail. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But you will never tread new ground. You will ne- and which means maybe it is sub, like Riley, is it paradoxically suboptimal to play only optimally?
0: I think it might be. I think the word, the, the word that really got to me is the micro optimization. You know what I mean? There's something,
1: there's something we ran into in Apex Legends. Yeah. When we were started playing it, when you were like, Oh, I don't want to use, I can't remember what gun it was at the time, but you were like, Cause it's not very good. Mm. Or you were like, sorry, you were specifically, you were like, The Mastiff is really good.
0: Yes. And yeah. then
1: we talked about this day and then you were like, i never land any shots with it i die every time i use it i'm and but i like the flat line or whatever even though it's you know on base statistically not a very good
0: gun yeah i hate the flat line but either yeah so so to, to bring people into this sort of under this apex umbrella there are some guns that are very very po- popular amongst like high level players the wingman which is basically a revolver right you it's very hard to hit shots but it does a lot of damage the mastiff is is similar it has Dennis, between the time that it takes to fire two shots from the Mastiff, empires rise and fall. M4, Mountains yeah, yeah. crumble into dust. This, The fire rate on this gun is so slow, so you have to hit your shots, right? And they're the best guns in the game when you're a great player. Mm-hmm. When you're an idiot like me, Spitfire, baby. Spitfire with a- an extended It shoots for about a minute before running out. You never have to reload. It's fantastic. So that... I think I did play around optimizing there because rather than being like, no, I have to get good with the wingman. I'm like, eh, I'll do better if I take a less optimal. I'll be the best Spitfire player in EUS, baby. That's it, man. And I think like this micro optimization mindset that Carell talks about, the hill climbing problem, is a very valuable thing to think. Like the example I used last time was um, taking like my dishes out to the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. I won't do it until I also like need to go to the bathroom or like need to fill up my water bottle or whatever, right? But the irritation that comes from like, oh, my water bottle's fill- empty. I need to fill it up. Oh, but I can't do that until I need to. You're like, no, I'm thirsty. Like, just go and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to have a worse time overall. So trying to look for optimizing, like, broader things, finding a higher maximum is actually, it's a good mindset. And it tricks you as well because you're like, well, I'm still trying to be optimal. So you, you don't have that little voice it's in your head optimal.
1: going, I'm, 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 you know, top level optimal.
0: Yeah. Anyway, a lot of people wrote in about their experience with magic, specifically, Dennis. you want to read the next one for us here?
1: Yeah? yeah, our next <laughs> question here, or not even question, comment on the current issue, I suppose, comes from Siride. to say I too am obsessed with optimizing in magic and in life. I regularly plan out the shortest route to walk somewhere in my head. As I'm walking, I do exactly the same thing. Yep, yep. Cutting corners, or crossing the street at long angles, etc. Yep. And in magic, I regularly think about how much better my deck could be if I added expropriate or fierce guardianship or whatever it happens to be. For life, I recommend considering different definitions of optimal. This is kind of similar to what Corel was talking about. Riley seems pretty fit, so he might not value the extra steps of an unnecessary trip to the kitchen to put a bowl in the dishwasher. But as someone who sits around all day, I value those extra steps. With respect to magic, I just don't own all the best cards, and if I do end up opening one in a pack, I try to trade or sell it because the money or trade value is worth more to me. So even if Force of Will is better than a current counter spell in a deck of mine, I don't own any, so I don't have to hum and haw about it.
0: So kind of putting limits on your own, like how, poss- how how much you can possibly optimize. It's like, well, yes, I should put expropriate in this deck, but I don't have any copies of it. So guess I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. It's It it, it puts a, a sort of a hard cap on on how much you it's can worry like about
1: a It's got a little bit of like a don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff feel to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of it sound, feel, feels a lot like permission. You know what I mean? You've just got to give You're yourself allowing yourself. Yeah, you got to give yourself permission not to worry about this sort of stuff. You know it is interesting? It's
1: it's it's sort of reverse discipline.
0: Yeah, it's allowing yourself to be slovenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, allowing yourself to be from Slovenia. <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's not the demonym for people from Slovenia. Ah, uh, yes, I'm Australian. This is my friend Jakub. He's slovenly. i um, I'm Slovenian. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> I'm from the Balkans, by the way. It's okay for me to make that joke. <laughs> is Slovenia part of the Balkans? Yeah, of course. Didn't you... Okay. You described Slovenia to me as spicy Italy. No, Croatia spicy Italy. You said Slovenia was spicy Italy. Did I? You did. I've never been to Slovenia. Okay. But Croatia, I guess, is also spicy Italy?
1: Oh, man. I'm looking at Slovenia and, of course, there's, there's... Riley, I want you to look up the capital of Slovenia and try to pronounce it for me.
0: Um, all right. Slovenia. It contains
1: two letters or at least two phonemes that don't exist in the English language.
0: Okay. All right. Slovenia capital. Oh, wow. When I type in Slovenia capital, it autofills to Slovenia capital pronunciation. Dennis, you've mm-hmm. embarrassed yourself because I do know how to pronounce this. It's Ljubljana.
1: Yeah. Ljubljana. 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 is a very tricky thing to say yeah. generally. Speaking. But I think
0: uh, if you didn't know and you went Ljubljana. Ljubljana. Yeah. <laughs> Ljubljana. <laughs>
1: There's another place in Slovenia which just came up here mm. on the map that I looked up, which is called Novo Mesto. Okay. Which sounds kind of cool. It sounds somewhere like you might go in, like, The
0: Witcher. Yeah. Uh, Novo yes, the, Mesto the just means- The bandits attacked us from Novo Mesto.
1: Those are the words- Those two words just mean new place.
0: Ah, good. So this is when some, like, <laughs> some disenfranchised noble, the son, the, the second son of a, of a lord was like, well, I'm going to go and start my own new castle. Oh, where is it going to be? Over there in that place. The new place over there. Oh my god! The ca- there is a castle there, by the way. That's what happened, Dennis. I bet it's called it's called Grom Castle, which means I'm
1: pretty sure it means like a lightning castle. That's cool. Grom, Grom is a li- is lightning. So Grom. Now it's a bush. Never mind. Bush like, Castle. Much less. Bush Castle.
0: Much less exciting than lightning <laughs> castle. While we're on the topic of Croatia, this is something that just gets me every time I look at a map of of this of this part of the world because I've just seen it in Slovenia as well. everyone Ir- Ir- go go on and have a. Uh, we've talked about this in the podcast. This is we've done this to death. What is Croatia's problem with letting neighbouring countries swim, dude?
1: Because not only,
0: not only is there this tiny, tiny strip of land with what's the with Neum? Neum? Ne- neum? Neum. Uh, I got swimming in Neum. Many where times. where Bosnia and Herzegovina uh, gets the tiny scrap of coastline of it, but also up north. With uh, where Croatia meets Slovenia, they get they like cocked the Slovenians. Yeah, they get Kopa, and that's <laughs> it. They get a little bit of the Gulf of Trieste, and that's it. What is what is the Croatians' problem? Is it because like they want to maintain their international standing as like world class water polo players?
1: Uh, I think it's truthful. Now look, there are many Wikipedia articles about the drawing oh, yes. of the borders oh, of yes. Yugoslavia that yes, I am not yes, prepared yes. to dive into here. Um, but I imagine, I imagine it's an economic decision.
0: I mean, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, try to. The weird part is that are super
1: the weird part is that Dubrovnik, which is where the biggest airport in Croatia is, yeah. and where all and where King's Landing is, is not connected to the rest of Croatia. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's this tiny little like uh, is it an exclave? enclave. Is that what it's
1: called? It's an enclave between Serbia, sorry, between Montenegro and Bosnia. I think, so, Serbia, I think it's called yeah, an
0: exclave when you've got an area of your country that's outside and not connected to your country. I think. I'm not sure. Anyway, whatever but
1: is, it is. But is that, is that also an enclave because it's within. An enclave country? is when
0: it's surrounded by something else. So, for example, I what, guess the sea breaks that up. Huh? Le, yeah, Lesotho is an enclave of South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, um, that's but yeah, answer. I've
1: driven down this exact road many, many yeah. times. And yes, when you get past Opuzen or when you get past Klek, you do have to, you, pa- you pass a border from Croatia into Bosnia. Yep. And then you get past now, you pass a border from
0: Bosnia back into Croatia. Do you know what I don't like about this tiny, tiny bit of Bosnia- Bosnia-Herzegovina? It's the only strip huh. of, of coastline, only like beach that you can go to in the entire country. Mm-hmm. And one of the beaches, Dennis, is called Feral Beach. That doesn't make me want to go there. Feral, yeah. Feral Beach. I'm, I don't think that means anything other than that.
1: <laughs> that's not a word <laughs> oh, I'm familiar yeah, with. I, I,
0: in, uh, you know, in, in Croatian or in Bosnian or whatever, it, it means beautiful paradise beach. But, you know. You'd, you'd like no man. It's so warm. It's, it's like a little bay. Yeah. Oh, man. Don't talk to me about that. It's mid-April and I'm still freezing. Anyway, um, that was our Balkan history lesson. Slow, Balkan chat. <laughs> well, that's Balkan chat. Let's move on. Uh, Scorch also wrote in. I want to I mm. um, share this one because this is like a little another little solution. I like the fact that people shared the fact that it's like kind of, oh, me too. But also I like the solutions that some people sent in. And this is an interesting mm. one. I don't know if I'm going to do this myself, but maybe this will help some other people. Scorch says, dear smile, with regards to optimization, this was something that my playgroup and especially myself would run into. So we came up with, Dennis, Achievements. Into to, it. to try to keep the decks more fun. I assume this is during EDH. We would have a list that we'd try to complete, and this would be from things like win by casting one spell, to build a deck using a card from each letter in the alphabet. Doing this <laughs> led to some of the most ridiculous deck builds as we all tried to complete the Sorrows Path as a win-conditioned achievement, for example. Nice. I like this a lot. You can't build optimally... Well, sorry. You can't build optimally in a vacuum when you're going towards an achievement, but you can build to—you can build optimally towards the achievement. Which is going to be a lot less strain, I imagine. Yeah, I suppose it's not. Yeah, you're you're kind of tricking yourself and having fun by putting up artificial walls. But I, I like that. I think that you know, if we all have this desire to optimize or feel like we're you know doing the best that we can be in what in whatever area it is, if you all of us all of a sudden like lower the stakes to a point where you're not being like, oh, I need to put expropriate in. You're like, mm, now how now how can I break sorrow's path? You know, I feel like that's a much better energy to bring when you're trying to optimize.
1: My favorite one of those on. stipulations mm-hmm. is ladies looking left. What? I've never it's heard an of this. EDH, Tell me about this. It's an, it's an, it's an old meme about an EDH deck mm. where you can only use cards that feature art of female characters
0: looking to the left of frame. Stage left?
1: E- yeah, stage so left. From no, no.
0: Audience left. Right. So they're, they're facing the left frame of the card. Yes. Ladies looking left. The triple L stip. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's It's like the hat draft that um, Loading Ready There's did. There's a bunch. Champion
1: ago. of Ronas. Captain say the new one, Bruna. I'm looking at someone, Bloom Tender, I'm looking at someone's list they put up on So the this line. is a
0: real thing. There's like, this, you got a... Oh, yeah. Jaraga Tree
1: Speaker. It's pretty good. That's a good card. Who is the commander, though? The commander appears to be Janara, the Sewer of War, which is demonstrably a
0: female angel looking to the left. I've never heard of that card before.
1: I mean, I think I think they're like we need like a three color one. Yeah, yeah, they've gone
0: through all of them. Like, all right, I need a legend with like as many colors as possible. Because who boy, it's he's looking left. And I guess like even on instants and sorceries and stuff, there would still be. Mm. I like this. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm into this. And this is a way to scratch that itch to get those get those happy chemicals from your brain for doing like to, for optimizing. They have
1: they have kept it for sorceries. We have the ponder, but it's the Murfolk one with the Murfolk looking to the left. We have Nissa's mm. renewal,
0: Nissa's expedition. Okay. Is, is is the mermaid in Ponder looking left? Oh, yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. Let me see this. Is it really?
1: The Lorwen one? The oh, Lorman, oh, not Yeah, the, the, the
0: merfolk, like, under the water. I know the yeah. art. Let me see. Uh, all right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, her face is kind of pointing. She's more looking at the camera looking at her hand, but her Here, face here's is the pointing best, left, yeah.
1: Here's the best one, Riley. On. Look up
0: the art for serene remembrance. Okay, serene. I've never heard of this card. And this is great as well because you start using cards that, like, you never, yeah, you've never heard of Serene Remembrance. Oh, You're in the clear wow. no matter what. <laughs> yeah, no matter what. So Serene Remembrance is a card from Gate Crash. I've completely forgotten it, and Me it too. has Trostani, right? The the dryer that has three faces: one's facing left, one one facing straight, one's facing the right. Cover it no matter what, baby. Ladies looking right, straight in there. <laughs>
1: Oh, the sneakiest... Okay, we'll stop with this purely visual gag on this audio only podcast just a second. But the other one I like that is here is the um, Battle for car Seek the, Wild. Seek like the Wilds.
0: Seek the Wilds. All right, let's have a look at this one. It was almost a lady looking right. Yeah, she's hanging off the side of a cliff.
1: But she's looking over her shoulder yeah. to the left.
0: Think like uh, Breath of the Wild key art with, mm. with Link scaling a cliff, except she's looking over her shoulder at the left. That's cool man that is very cool Scorch I love it that's very very good alright Dennis hit us with the next one from Dish KP I
1: believe this is the last one then on this um, no we got
0: we got one more after this one, one
1: after this, right, sir. Yeah. Dish KP writes in and says on the subject of optimization my personal valve is knowing my play group and what they need I am highly competitive in all magic except for commander because my main crew is not competitive so my goal becomes things like yeah I could use the removal spell they know the name of but if I use this less efficient one they'll have to read it and try to work out why I'm using it <laughs> I thought you'd like this. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I this like helps that. them develop skills that will benefit them as, a pl- as players long-term and adds a little bit of enjoyment for me in what may be a slower game. Yeah. If I feel if I still feel like optimizing, I will do it to a theme deck. For example, using the best green draw and removal isn't going to make me, oops, all bears, a, C- a competitive EDH deck. Yeah. I, I That's like, really good.
0: I like the... Um I like the idea of, you know, you play like seven of the bloodline instead of just a regular removal spell and you flash it back for seven. Like, wait, what? Isn't that, how much does that cost? What does it do? Why? Hang on. Why is it killing all my, what? Do
1: you know my favorite card for that is, Riley, for like, why does this do this? Yeah. Is Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster. How old is that? Could you please card? Google and uh, very old, okay. <laughs> and read? Now, this originally made it into my confusing tokens deck. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, cu- okay, I I cut the black so out of it. So right. Please read Frankenstein's monster. All
0: right. Do you want to read the oracle text or the printed? Let's do the printed text first. See if I can figure it out from that. When Frankenstein, so it's a, it's a, it's black, 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 black X, black black X zero 01. For oh no! Yeah, I've seen this card before. When it is brought <laughs> into play. If you do not take X creatures from your graveyard and remove them from the game, Frankenstein's monster is counted. For each creature removed from your graveyard in this way, you may choose to give Frankenstein's monster a permanent plus 2, plus 0, plus 1, plus 1, or plus 0, plus 2. Dennis, this card is awful. So, oracle text. And when it enters the battlefield, exile X creature cards from your graveyard. If you can't put it into the graveyard and set up onto the battlefield, for each creature card exiled this way, you pick a plus 2, plus 0, plus 1, plus 1, or plus 0, plus 2.
1: The best is Riley. So you make like X equals three, right? You're playing a proliferate yeah. deck. You want to give it one plus two plus O counter, yep. one one counter, yep. and one plus O plus two counter. So when you proliferate, you
0: get all three of them again. <laughs> that is the worst. I mean, a gra- incredible flavor. You're like hacking, You're hacking it together, hacking yeah, yeah, it together yeah. with bits of uh, monsters or uh, creatures that you, you've exiled.
1: This is back when they had Shakespeare and stuff on cards. I can't they let it be called Frankenstein's monster.
0: I'm just glad they didn't call it Frankenstein. Actually that would have you been think th- that would have been good because then I could've been well no actually. Oh, actually Yeah, exactly. Um I like this though. I like this uh well I, I hate the Frankenstein's monster confusing card thing, but I do like the way that Dish KP is. Again, what did you call it before? It's like a self what was it? Anti discipline. Yeah, it's like a it's a it, you're you're disciplining yourself into being less disciplined. Yeah, allowing yourself yeah. to be Slovene. <laughs> I wanted to read one more, and this one's a little more serious. It comes in from mm-hmm. Oh, That Sean. Um, uh, and it's more – Sean oh, okay. speaks about this in a in a broader sense, in a sort of mental health sense, right, not not just to do with magic. And, and, and this actually I found very valuable. I'd like to comment on the problem that Ryan and others are having with optimizing. I'm not saying this for certain might be related to what my therapist calls black and white thinking, right? Mm. And I think, it, Sean, it actually is related to this sort of thing. When I first learned about black and white thinking, I was uh, able to clearly see how it impacted my life. Why even bother going to college if I'm not getting a law degree from Harvard? I guess I'll work part-time at Best Buy for the rest of my life, right? That's where I started, says Sean. When I, Sorry, that's where I was at when I started therapy. And since then, I've seen that there are many, many ways to live out your life. And doing the most or the best or the most extreme efficient version of life isn't always compatible with leading a successful or enjoyable or rewarding life. Just knowing about the concept of black and white thinking and practicing, recognizing it will help you take a step back and evaluate what you actually want to do. Do you want to sit at a desk with a dirty cereal bowl just because it's optimal to wait till it's time to carry the cup? Just practice thinking Mm. about it. Maybe this isn't going to help at all, but why listen to a podcast if you're not going to comment and make submissions at every chance you get? I th- like this for me really resonated. And there was a link that Sean, sure, you can go on the Discord, watch? Let's join this Discord. You can find Sean's link and uh, uh, Sean's comment. And there's a link there that actually takes you to a uh, a mental health website that, that tells you more about this way of thinking. And I, I realize I fall victim to hmm. this all the time. I'd like to write Is a book, the- Dennis, but why would I bother if it's not going to be a New York Times bestseller? One piece, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't know well, I this 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 is the, well, uh even even forget about the book go macro this is what we talked about with you and Ozymandias
0: yeah 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 I, I look you know? at this and I'm like what's the point of trying to build a legacy if I'm not going to be like a Caesar you know what's the point of trying to be someone whose name goes down in history if I don't end up as like someone like Napoleon
1: even then even then what did Caesar really look like I know we have busts of him. Which direction did he eat a, eat a pizza
0: in? We don't know. What did Caesar do, Dennis? Oh, I don't know. Mostly, as far as I'm concerned, got stabbed. Like what? What did like name? What is Caesar famous for? People know being who he on, is. Co-
1: being on coins. I don't know any policies he enacted as as emperor. And you're a relatively well educated. Like I'm. I, I have. I have. I have like. I have high level, high third level education in history, but
0: nonetheless, you presumably know. Well, I, I, you know, my my academic field is history, business I still, I still don't know that much about Caesar. I know so bits Caesar and do, pieces, Robbie? right? I know he what crossed. What Uh Caesar do? Pardon. Uh, so oh, I know he crossed. he yeah. like, crossed the Rubicon. He, I knew that. He proclaimed himself emperor. Like he seized power. He changed the structure of the of the of the. That's the, why they call him Caesar. Of course, yeah, he's yeah, the a, Caesar it's of a power title. Yes, yes, exactly. That's the. <laughs> it's just different spelling because it was in Latin, Dennis. Exactly. Of course, um, it did some funny stuff with pirates at one point. Did you know this Sorry. When mm-hmm. he was younger, he got captured by pirates, taken to an island, and he's like, "Oh, I think he did
1: know. I think I did know." He's this. He's like,
0: "Hey, you better I let did. me go because if you don't, right? If you don't let me go, like they realize he was someone important. Like oh, if you don't let me go, I'm going to come back here, and I'm going to kill every one of you." And like, ah, oh, Jules, yeah, it's a good joke, mate, very funny, ha, ah, very good, and all that. Anyway, he eventually got away from the pirates, got a Roman fleet, came back, murdered a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with Julius Caesar, man. But like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Two things. One, how likely is it that, that actually happened? I think that did happen. Like, well, it's written down and it's not, it's illegal to write down things that didn't happen. It's
1: illegal to write down lies (laughs) or apocryphal tales about,
0: you know, world leaders. Mm. Yeah. We
1: get apocryphal tales about leaders who were around when cameras were around.
0: What's the most famous thing about Napoleon?
1: I know that I know it's that I know it's wrong, mm. but it's that he was short. He's not.
0: He wasn't short, but he was, that's what he everyone was like thinks average height for the time. So what's the point in chasing down a legacy if people are just gonna think that you're short anyway, you know? Like I've seen Napoleon's toothbrush, Riley. Have you really? He was
1: captured in Ireland for a while in related to something I don't know why. Some but he was held prisoner here and the Royal College of Surgeons here has Napoleon's toothbrush.
0: I mean I find that very cool, but I'm trying to figure out why. Yep. And this is the problem with legacy. This is the problem with this. You know, this, this is what black and white thinking. In my very,
1: why should I even, basically uninformed?
0: He's like, why should I? Why should I try to You're do like,
1: something? If I'm not going to be Esco Fitzgerald, why should I write a book? Yeah. And if I'm not going to write a book, why should I go to college? And da, 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 why should I even get out of bed,
0: Dennis? If I'm not going to be the very best that ever was, <laughs> why should I? Why should I ever switch my Game Boy on? It's why a really you dangerous ever way to think. go to that
1: weird doctor's house and take a pet and go into the woods with it.
0: It's a really dangerous way to think. And I think that even if you're not thinking in black and white, like, cause I don't think anyone lives their entire life in this way. Otherwise, again, you just never get out of bed, but like even thinking in, you know, darker or very lighter shades of gray, um, then you're still doing a real disservice to yourself. So I don't know. This is a, I mean, again, I, you know, I've only had a cursory look through some of the stuff that Sean mentioned here with black and white thinking, but even that was just helpful in terms of, Recognizing behaviour that I was going through that wasn't good for me because as... That's really good, yeah. As, as Sean says, you know, there are many ways to live your life and doing the best, most extreme, most efficient version of life isn't always compatible with living a successful and enjoyable and rewarding life. We had this conversation... I would go further
1: to say it is almost never compatible with that for what it's worth.
0: Like, my dad would always say it's all about balance. That's the one thing that mm-hmm. he would always say, right? And there's so mm-hmm. much wisdom in that in the sense that like yeah you need to sit and put your nose to the grindstone and do your work but you also need to find time to like hang out with your mates and disconnect and zone out and you know you gotta you gotta balance work and play you can't do too much of any one thing
1: and this I is I'll connected the to the that, day I think. Go on. that's related to this in a tacit way which was god damn it we could have all been eating weird mushrooms we found on the ground and laying in the sun by a lake until somebody decided to invent society, and now I have to go to Best Buy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it is funny that, like, I mean, also as a counter to that, we would all live to thirty-two and die of
0: like typhoid. Yeah, <laughs> but, it, it was the sort of thing like, oh, you cut yourself. Oh, well, it was very nice knowing you. Oh, you broke yeah. your leg. Hmm. <laughs> well, or, it was it was it was hot today, and you were over forty. Rip. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so. I don't know. Also like it's fun playing Apex Legends with you in the morning. I guess I mean I
1: would I would consider that exhausting.
0: I guess honest, I personally. guess we could play like let's throw rocks into the river though. That would be pretty fun. Poo sticks. Play, we play some poo sticks. Don't need too much. Oh no, you need bridges for poo sticks. We couldn't play poo sticks.
1: Yeah, it's true you need civil engineering we need civil, <laughs> you need civil,
0: civil engineering for a game as simple as poo sticks you can't play for those who don't know poo sticks it's a game from winnie the pooh where you drop a stick
1: you each take a stick and drop you you lean over a bridge you know like oh you go on a bridge and you lean over the side and you both drop a stick then you run to the other side of the bridge and see whose stick gets past first yeah and, you're basically racing in the river
0: and there are all sorts of underhanded techniques you can use you know my favorite one there's this bridge <laughs> yeah. my
1: favorite my favorite is the people's elbow that's my favorite underhanded technique for winning poo sticks
0: what's that just hitting people
1: <laughs> it was almost the rock's, like, finishing move. <laughs> I don't do that. What you can do that. Drop kick, very if effective. If the bridge doesn't... If Flat line,
0: it, even better. If the bridge doesn't go down too low, right? Like, if it's mm-hmm. not a, a deep bridge and there's nothing too much underneath you can just twitch the stick underneath so you kind of... Because you know, you're supposed to drop it, but you can kind of throw it underneath the bridge. You can put some stank on it as it goes under. Exactly. And this led to a situation when I was in summer holiday. I used to play it, me and my brother and a couple of other friends when we were, when we were camping with my parents, where it stopped being... Let's play poo sticks. And it started being, who can throw the stick the furthest under the bridge? Underneath the bridge while standing on it. Just a different game. Different game entirely. And that's some, you know what, Dennis? And that's some of the fun that society has afforded us, rather than lying in the sun and eating mushrooms.
1: I tell you, I watched Christopher Robin the the week.
0: You did tell me about this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is
1: Heartwarming, the, deeply nonsensical. The,
0: the film based on the life of the guy, A.A. Uh, uh, a. A. Milne's son, actual Christopher Robin's actual person. Yeah, um, although I don't
1: know, how lo- I don't know how really it's based because, you know, Winnie the Pooh travels through London using magic.
0: Hmm. That happened, Dennis. We've already established it's illegal. Oh, and
1: then he cro- and then he crossed the Rubicon. It's, it's illegal <laughs> to write
0: something down that isn't that isn't true. Yeah, I'm quite embarrassed that my knowledge of Julius Caesar is so limited. Seeing as I'm a self, you know, described historian, but I know he crossed the Rubicon anyway. Um. We're going to wrap things up shortly, Dennis, but uh, the other week, I don't know if you remember this. I forgot. Do you remember the new segment you launched? No. He doesn't. Oh, God, I do. <laughs> do you remember it now? Reading the, reading the first line of the next question, I do. Do you remember a, scry- a shoulder to scry on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone just writes in and wants to have a complaint about something. And that's exactly what Ben Gathering the Magic has done. Dennis, this story... Is tragic. It's a tale, of, it's a tale right. of great woe. You're, I mean, get get the tissues ready, my friends, because you're going to be weeping at the end of this.
1: Ben Gathering the Magic writes in and says, A shoulder to scry on. A few years ago, when I was just starting to get into magic, one of my relatives uncovered their magic collection from decades ago. It was ancient, with cards going back all the way to beta, and its contents included multiple revised duels, a city in a bottle, a Eureka, and an unlimited time vault. But thousands. Was far more than I can remember. Yeah, you're talking fa- fa- yeah, a lot of money. Thousands. At the time, my only form of play was kitchen table magic, and these cards only confused me. So, although I knew their worth, I resolved that I was never going to use them. Deciding this, I packed up all the ones I knew were valuable to sell at a local game store that I had gone to a few times before. When I showed them the cards, they spent an afternoon evaluating them before offering to purchase them all for $1,000 in store credit. At the time, this seemed like an unimaginable sum of money. Parentheses. I was eleven. Yeah.
0: So, so I'm, happily... I'm looking at this like when I was reading this, I'm like a thousand dollars. Where you got lowballed? And then I realized, oh, they're eleven. A th- they're, When you're eleven, Dennis, can I tell you, there is no difference between a thousand dollars or a million dollars. No, no. They difference. are the same amount of money.
1: Yeah. After well, after three, the number of zeros is irrelevant. Yes.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: So I haven't accepted the offer. But after agreeing, a third went away to taxes, and then the remaining money was split up evenly among me and my two siblings. You got taxed on store credit?
0: What? Yeah. So Ben followed this up in the Discord and said that their parents insisted that he pay tax on it just to be safe. That's really dumb. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say dumb, but yep, yeah, weird. There. Very- I did. And <laughs> if that if that was something that we were broadcasting on coverage, Dennis, it is something that I would describe as an interesting, an move. interesting line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> This left Ben with a little over 200 bucks. And to really ice the cake, it all went to boxes of Rivals of Ixalan that I opened and played <laughs> without sleeves until the cards were worthless. And to truly eradicate all possible value, the rest of the collection was thrown out by my parents when I wasn't aware of it. Riley, Dennis, how do I recompense this massive loss of value to myself? I, now, I know now that if I had held on to the cards, I could have sold them for far more money than I did, but now all that's left are empty binders and regrets. <laughs> this is a rather poetic... Like, peace.
0: Yeah.
1: From someone who, by my math, is.
0: Like, 15, the- 17? Yeah. Rivals of Ixalan was 2017. 2018. 2018? 2018? So yes. Oh, Ixalan was 2017.
1: Rivals of 2018, which means this person is probably. Like, 14, 14 or 15. I have bad news for you,
0: Ben. We've got good news and bad news. Dennis, you do the bad good news. Nu- you, you do the bad news. I'll do the good news. Well, you do the good news first. Well, the good news is you've probably got a a career ahead of you in writing of some kind. Right. Because you seem to be very good. I mean, if you are really 14, you're writing like this. I mean, yeah. Start, start polishing that pencil, my friend, because you're going to be pushing around.
1: The bad news, Ben, is that while you're full of regrets over this embarrassing mistake, between now and adulthood, you have so many more mistakes coming. Of course.
0: (laughs) Oh, geez. So here's the good news. This will pale into comparison into oh, some yeah. of the other dumb nonsense you're so, like, gonna do why
1: did i say that to that guy yeah. oh my god i can't believe i called the teacher mom yeah oh my god my like my girlfriend and my boyfriend did this it's a yeah. desi- It's has been it's a growing up i'm sorry you have to go through it yeah. now but you oh, only boy.
0: lost out on thousands of dollars of value here do you know what you're gonna lose before you turn 18 my friend your dignity <laughs> oh my <laughs> All god of it. That's the clip. That's the clip that goes on Twitter. You are going to do things in your adolescence, in your teenage years, that will haunt you for the rest. You are going to wake up in a cold sweat. Riley's north of
1: 30, Ben, and he still thinks about this. And I'm
0: still... I still... Oh, man. I don't want to think about it, man. I still think (laughs) about, like the comments i made to people that i thought were going to be funny and ended up just like that you know you know when you're in a room and the whole room goes silent when you say something that you think is going to be funny and everyone hears it like i can't man i i just oh man so that's the good news ben this is the first you know that's like the thing from the simpsons it's like oh you know the when homer comes this in this is
1: the worst day of my life the worst day of your life of you. so, so
0: far. far exactly so there's there's the good news uh, dennis it's so good that we've been able to come together here on this podcast and <laughs> and provide comfort and solace. Hooraying
1: this child! Yes, to this, to this
0: poor. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, that's a shoulder to cry on if you want us to make fun of you and uh, you know send in your embarrassing War story of what's to come. And we'll uh
1: simultaneously though. And uh, Ben, real talk for a second. Yeah, this is real talk. Everyone says to you. When you're a kid and when you're a teenager. These are the best days of your life, kid. Mm. You know, the best days of your life. One, they're right. They really are. Mm. And two, no, they're not. Being a young adult is way better.
0: Yep. And then being in your 30s is also absolutely excellent. Like, everything has good things and bad things. Enjoy the good things. Try to forget about the bad things because, I don't know, man. This too will pass. Just like the phrase. value of those cards passed out of your hand into the elves like, elk's. S- like <laughs> sand sand through thing. your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we are not a good shoulder to cry on, Dennis. We're supposed to be comforting, and we're just here, bloody. Oh, mate, we can name the segment a shitty shoulder to cry on. Yeah, if you I think that's, like, that's what it look is. Look- dude. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, let's wrap up the show, Dennis. I've been playing so many video games. I want to talk about all of them.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: all right. First of all, Dorf Romantic. me. Right, Dorf Romantic. I want to tell you about Dwarf Romantic. It is on Steam. It's like seven pounds or like five pounds or something. What the, okay, let, let me, before you get in. All right. What do you think it is, Dennis? I think Dorf, Dorf romantic. romantic. I think Dorf Romantic. Yep. Spelled with a K. I think,
1: I think Dwarf Romantic is a game from like a Romanian developer. Mm-hmm. And
0: it is a gnome dating simulator. Okay. You are wrong. It's not Dwarf Romantic. <laughs> dwarf <laughs> means village in German.
1: Uh-huh. It
0: is single player carcassonne. Basically, so oh, it's a hexa- okay. it's, it's a single player board game. Um, it, you have hexagonal tiles and you have to place them in a way that they match up with the other ones. You have to build little forests, little towns, railroads, mm-hmm. waterways, little boats and trains that go around and you get points based on how well you match them up. And then they have little quests. So, for example, uh, you get a thing that is like, oh, you have to build, you know, 20 fields. Right. Um, but you can't attach them to the other fields because in the other one you only need 15 so you have to limit that one to 15 while also getting 20 or you have to make a forest that has a thousand trees and that sort of stuff and you have a limited stack of tiles that eventually run out and are only replenished by fulfilling quests so it becomes harder and harder to to grow your your board out. Mm-hmm. then you unlock different types of tiles eventually by meeting lands landmarks that sort of stuff there's no trading there's no conquest there's no combat it is a single player a game can take anywhere from like puzzle game, five to yeah. 20 minutes. Um, and it is the most relaxing and meditative wow. game. It is the perfect game to play, like, if you're on hold or, like, you're waiting for your friend to show up because he said he'd be ready for the podcast at 1 o'clock but isn't there at quarter past 2. Just as an example, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, I recommend this game very highly, especially considering how cheap it is. You will definitely get your money's worth. And if you just need a game to just like, one, just a game to just take your mind off things, man, just, just to let, let the, the brain relax. Cause I have, I, I have trouble sitting and switching off. But if I have like something I'm just, I can just vaguely focus on like that, love it. Dwarf Romantic. Big thumbs up. Two big thumbs up, Dennis. What have you been playing?
1: Civilization Six, Riley.
0: Oh, tell everyone! I I I missed out on this game, unfortunately. Dennis, tell so. There's two
1: things I want to talk about. One, we me and my friends to play League. That we tried to get Riley in, and he wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So we tried to play Civ. We
0: were playing Civ. Yep. And we
1: first of all, I did something I thought was impossible. I would have loved to play by the way, but
0: I was unable to because I was hanging out with Megan Sid.
1: Eight of us played a game of Civ multiplayer online from start to finish in a single (laughs) sitting.
0: Took eight hours, but you did it. It took eight hours, yeah, but we did it. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, the other thing was, Ronnie,
1: I'd like you to talk a little bit about how you play Civ.
0: So when I play Civ, uh, I turn combat off. I turn military victories off because I don't like fighting.
1: You seems to me like you want to just play Dwarf Romantic. I do basically. like to
0: play Dwarf Romantic, yeah. Except I like, except I can do a science victory, a Dwarf Romantic with science victory. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I don't mind playing against other people when we're all like. We ran into this problem. Yeah.
1: In a in an EDH parallel group where me and you and Nikki and Jeff are gonna play Civ, yep. and Ryder's like, we're all on the same page, right? We want to turn off being able to attack each other, and that's sort of like, what are you talking about? you mean about Nikki the- was on board with it. No
0: Nikki, no, you no, Nikki said that's her preferred One way minute, play. one second. Okay, Dennis is gonna go and get <laughs> one Nikki. One second. Dennis is gonna go and get Nikki. And I, I assume he's going to brief her on this beforehand as well. I can assure you, dear listener, that Nikki was certainly on my side with it. Or oh, no not even on my side, but she was open to it at least. She was like, no no, we we won't we don't have to play with uh with combat. We don't have to play with military. I'm now just desperately feeling because Dana still isn't back. I mean his apartment Oh, here she is. Oh oh wow. Yeah, I'm just out of the shower. Now what now this is an interesting get up. Nikki something. is in oh, a wrong Nikki is. Oh, that's okay. a towel. That makes a lot of sense. It's a towel on your head. Okay. Yeah, I, yes. like, sorry, I'm literally just out of the. Shower. So I, I saw you come in in your dressing gown. I'm like, that's an interesting get-up. Uh, because, but no, yeah, it's a, it's a towel. It's not it's not some it. some kind of elaborate headgear. Um, no, it's my accidentally slightly questionable outfit. <laughs> now, has has Dennis told you what's going on here? No, he hasn't briefed you. No. He hasn't cheated by telling you what's happening. All right. No. So you know how uh, a, a while back you, me, Jeff, and Dennis were going to play a game of sieve. Yeah. And then I didn't want to. Do you remember how I was like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not, not going to play because do you remember why? I remember playing Civ with you. No. We're... And then I, was this the second time? I remember you don't like when people attack you. Yes. Yes. Now, Riley wanted
1: us to turn off.
0: Combat. I wanted, to, I wanted, to... oh, this is the game where the three of us played. And then halfway through, Jeff murdered me. And I was like, maybe Riley was right. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel about turning military victories off in civilization? Well, I don't think that makes any sense because it's civilization. Okay, never mind. I lose. Okay, <laughs> all right. Like, I'm going to try get for culture, but I know I'm going to get murdered, but ew. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, Dennis is like doing a raunchy dance. Yeah, he's dance doing a little dance. Oh, yeah, he's doing a little raunchy dance. He's really, <laughs> okay. really working and twerking <laughs> I'm it. i um, to him. Thank you, Nikki. Um, all right, okay, well. she you agree with me, though? Um, yeah, well, 15 love, Dennis. Well done, well played. I was under the impression that Nikki was like, yeah, sure, we should do that, but no. No, okay, well. There will be other times. So basically,
1: to- the moral of the story is Riley's a big baby and will throw his toys out of the pram if you don't play his way.
0: Um, no i wouldn't catch <laughs> like everybody this. we'll see I, I, I mean i'm not gonna <laughs> the big baby thing but i didn't throw my toys <laughs> out of the pram i just got in my pram and went away and played a different yeah, game You drove your pram off i didn't yeah, even true. take my ball and get in my pram and left i was like you can play with the ball i'm just not going to i'm going because i don't want to yeah. be hitting the head with the ball when i'm because i you know don't build defense units because i prefer to build universities. i'm gonna
1: tell you something that happened to me in a different game we played right it's gonna give you a headache i assume go on. we i built my first city and if you never played civilization i'm sorry Built my first city, hanging out, cool. Mm. Built, you know, a scat mm-hmm. Built a builder. Yep. Built a settler. Yeah. Move that settler oh, north.
0: No. Oh, No, I know it's going already. I hate this. And
1: Connell was just like, oh, I'll take that.
0: And then I was like, oh, oh, he, Dennis has no units. He, he killed. He took. He, he took my settler. Oh, that's fine then. Good, excellent. I thought you were going to say. Do you know what I thought you were going to say you built it. The closest possible limit that the game allows you to the other person's capital. Because that's the worst when that happens. Like, oh, I'll expand now, I'll get that. And you move it like halfway across the map and you've got one city on one end and you've got another city as close to the other person. It's like, there's so much room for all of us and you had to come right to my front door. Why? <laughs> no, no, no. Conal, Conal took my
1: settler Excellent. and I was like, wait a minute. Dennis has spent five turns building a yeah. settler. He has not spent five turns building archers. No,
0: or a warrior. no,
1: I'm, or a, So I'm going to zerg rush
0: him yep. With Scythian horsemen. And I just got annihilated. Excellent. And that'll teach you, Dennis. You should have kept that settler within a safe distance of your capital city. Or
1: I should have turned combat off. (laughs) Or you
0: should have turned combat off and then it wouldn't have been a problem, man. One day. (sighs) One day I'll get you to play Scyth with me without any combat. If you can get me to play Resident Evil 7 and Metal Gear Solid Solid Bloody 2. We
1: still got Metal Gear Solid. Was that the worst? Was that was two the worst one?
0: Yeah. Two, yeah. two is the one that I enjoyed playing the least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. How much how much did you watching it though? That's the real yeah, that's it.
0: yeah, yeah. I did I did not think <laughs> much of it. No, no. My ranking is three, four, one, two. It's a pretty good ranking. Yeah.
1: Let's say it's broadly an agreed upon
0: ranking. Oh wow. One's I'm- probably higher for most people. Yeah, but I don't have the nostalgia thing. To- Why are we you back on Metal Gear <B2> Solid chat? How does this always happen? All right, we're done. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> thank you all for
1: listening. Subscribe. Remember, thank you, to Junkie Music. Thank you to CFB Box Breaks this week, I suppose, for the sponsorship. And always, thank you to Maddie and Hal. Right, we get to get to get the copy. Gotta over get the to them copy over them. pronto. Yep. But how about you and I? You and I do some boozing. Let's go and play some Apex Legends, Dennis. Let's boozle, baby. Let's go. All right. Say the line. Say the line, Barton. Stay fresh, cheese bags.